0: From Irish Arts Center. Several months ago, as the pandemic ramped up and the effects were felt by people across the United States and around the world, Irish Arts Center reached out to artists of all types with a simple question Can the chaos and pain and anxiety that everyone was feeling result in something good? Irish Arts Centre then commissioned 26 different artists to create work in new isolation or collaborations made possible by new ways of linking to each other. The project is called GRASTA, Grace and Uncertainty, and you can hear and see the commissions at IrishArtsCenter.org. Today, in a podcast presented as part of Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival, we feature the work of Tamar Korn and Dennis Lichtman, New York City musicians whose work spans a range of musical genres. Tamar and Dennis created a work comprised of two songs, one original, one a new interpretation of the 1923 Harlem Renaissance classic There'll Be Some Changes Made by Higgins and Overstreet. The work features Reedsman Dan Levinson. But first, Tamar and Dennis got together to talk about the year gone by and the work they created as a result.
1: I'm Tamar Korn. I'm a vocalist and composer and educator.
2: My name is Dennis Lichtman. I am a multi-instrumentalist and composer here in New York.
1: Do you remember, Dennis, how we first met? I'm sure you do. It was at Banjo Jims.
2: Well, sure. Of course I do. Banjo Jims was an incredible, tiny little music venue in the East Village that closed down about 10 years ago now. But I had friends in the traditional Irish music scene... I was going and hanging out at a lot of Irish sessions at the time, and some of my friends in that scene knew that I also played clarinet. I was always playing string instruments at the sessions, but they knew I played clarinet, and they kept telling me about this amazing band that played very early jazz from the late teens and 1920s into the 30s and swing at banjo gyms every Monday, and they kept trying to get me there, and finally one day I relented and went in, and of course it was Tamar singing with the Cangelosi cards. So yes, I do remember that meeting very vividly.
1: And then we got involved with the Irish Arts Center. It was um, Mick Maloney came around, the great Irish folklorist and tenor banjo and bouzouki player of great esteem, the great humanist folklorist, musicologist, musician. He had come out to one of our sessions at Mona's, I'm pretty sure, Dennis, and that's how I met Mick, and that's how I started joining him at the Irish Arts Center every winter for the last 10 years for the Irish Winter Solstice Gathering.
2: That's right. It's such an amazing event, and it's been a pleasure to be a part of that and to kind of bring these disparate musical worlds together. And it's funny hearing you talk about and tell your your side of the story of how we met that first time at banjo gyms it just kind of put together in my mind the very new york story that i as mainly at the time a bluegrass mandolin player took my brazilian mandolin to an irish session they brought me to hear a little jazz band playing in the east village and had me sit in on this brazilian mandolin (laughs) and then we ended up at mona's which then turned into my steadiest weekly gig that I've been doing for 14 years now as a jazz clarinet player. And to me, <laughs> it's a very logical straight line how all of that happened. And it's also completely preposterous and just so New York that all yeah. of those things came together that way.
1: Absolutely. It's interesting with the Grasta series at the Irish Art Center is about, or one of the subject matters they're going into is what they're calling the grace of uncertainty. And I have often thought of the way a collaboration can happen in a given moment between musicians, like a crew on a boat, figuring out how to work together and how to feel the wind together and how to feel the gravity of your body and make sure that you stay afloat but also figure out how to work with everybody and figure out what your role is in that given moment. And so the idea of this piece and this collaborative process, I find it so helpful, first of all, to have the kind of collaboration I can have with you because as a person who does not have literacy or great literacy with how to talk about chordal progressions chord progressions and exactly i can hear chords but i can't name them and then i can make up a melody and the lyrics of the song and you can create the breadth of harmony with the chords underneath it on your beautiful tenor guitar your resophonic guitar my
2: 1927 national resophonic tenor guitar. It's something we haven't done for as many years and as many thousands of gigs as we've played together. Writing together isn't something we've done a lot of, but each time we have, it's turned out something that I'm really proud of and happy about. And this one is no exception.
1: Me too. This process has been interesting. It took me forever to write the last two little stanzas of this piece, the original portion of the piece. As you know... I love thinking about existential questions of navigating life and the fluidity of life. I do know that. (laughs) I know we're in such a time of extreme uncertainty, and I think the idea of this piece has been to apply some of those deep interests to what I'm looking at right now in life, which is I tend to think that our visions of the future are like seeds. Our narratives of possibility are um, setting the stage for what may unfold. And there's a sort of microcosm to macrocosm that each of us with our individual psyches Our relationship to our inner life and how we express it daily, and also how we see what's possible for the future, and how we remember and continually reify our past memories and experiences, and like how our individual processes with this intersect and amalgamate into the collective, and how we create realities together. And I don't necessarily think we can control these futures, but I think that there's great power in our visions. And so also with great power comes great responsibility, of course, as all the wise people have said. And I think the idea of this piece also is how do we digest the devastation from storms? Looking at this sort of archaeology of the remnants of disaster and I think also about the reckoning we have with the present and past and the racial reckoning we are having this mass consciousness to try to um, address en masse and as individuals how we notice and see each other's experiences and what has been invisible to us or what we how how we can listen even better to one another as we move forward. And the second of the pieces is more up our wheelhouse or in our wheelhouse with There'll Be Some Changes Made, which is the great traditional jazz tune that was actually a song of the Harlem Renaissance that was written in 1921 by Higgins and Overstreet. This was an important first recording of the tune. It was written, lyricized, produced, sang, played, and recorded by all black publisher, black record company called Black Swan. Ethel Waters sang it, Fletcher Henderson's band played it, and um, it was a really important recording of the Harlem Renaissance. This is an original composition Dennis and I wrote, Walking into the unknown, followed by, there'll be some changes made. In the interlude is a Michael Ventura quote. Mm-hmm.
3: i Each season spins
1: History is the psyche writ large. It cannot be unimaginably beyond the scope of the individual when we create history every day with everything we say and do and dream. We are history. Our psyches are tumultuous. History is tumultuous. Where is the surprise? And where is the problem to be solved? We do not solve our nature. We live it out. We struggle with it and for it and against it. We succumb to it. We transcend it. Sometimes both in a single breath. there are
3: changes in the weather there are changes in the sea so from now on there'll be some changes in me my walk will be different my talk and my game nothing about me
1: is gonna be just quite the same i'm gonna change climate and the sea so some things have got to change from how they used to be let's talk and lead to walking let's shift around the game cause nothing about our world feels quite the same i want to change my way of living expand my ways of thinking keep my heart a dreamin', move on up my style of scheming i want a wiser
3: world by when i'm old and gray so today
1: Thank you for listening. That was Walking into the Unknown by Tamar Korn and Dennis Lichtman. And There'll Be Some Changes Made by Higgins and Overstreet. That quote about history and our psyches was by Michael Ventura. That was Dan Levinson on lead clarinet. And Dennis was playing second clarinet and tenor resophonic guitar. And I, Tamar, was singing and sounding. Thank you for listening. We wish you well. Dennis, it's great to talk to you.
2: It's great to talk to you too, Tamar. And it was so enjoyable to work on writing that song together with you and to get to play some music with you again after a long break.
1: Amen.
0: Grosta, Grace and Uncertainty, is a production of Irish Arts Centre. Special thanks for our theme music, Ina Valley, Rockin' the Boat, by Martin O'Connor, Coddle Hayden, and Patrick Doucet. Irish Arts Centre is proud to present this podcast as part of Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival. Irish Arts Centre digital programming is provided free of charge and supported by listeners like you. To make a tax-deductible contribution... Or to learn more about Irish Arts Centre programming and our Grasta Commission series, visit irishartscentre.org. You can also sign up to receive alerts about the -the state-of-the-art new Irish Arts Centre opening in Hell's Kitchen later this year. That's irishartscentre.org. And thank you.